0: You are listening to the T Horror Podcast Network. Horror with a sense of humor. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday.
1: I'm the messenger of God. You're doomed if
0: you stay here. <laughs>
1: Everyone, welcome into another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. My name is Wes.
2: Howdy, everyone! It's your boy Kevin,
1: and we are here tonight. That's actually the first time I've actually done the first uh, intro with my actual name now with Wesley. That's kind of cool. Um, but anyway, t- <laughs> I know that, that nice. Um, tonight, we are going to bring you a, a a plethora of movies from the genre of anthologies. Bump up, bum. Ba, bum. And I know Kevin is uh, a big anthology fan. Um, I'm anxious to hear what you have tonight on your list. So, oh, 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 he's, lay off, lay off the, lay off the weed, uh, dude. Lay off the weed. Okay. Token. You all right? Uh, Take a big hit. Yeah, I'm
2: good. Just out of nowhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: that bong just Holy flew shit. out of nowhere, man. Holy shit.
2: <laughs> all right, yeah, I just right? cut that out.
1: Yeah, man. No, man. No, no, no. We're keeping that shit in, man. We're keeping that shit in. <coughs> I don't like, you know, think like you just hit a big fucking bong, dude.
2: Oh, man. Like, just out of uh, fucking nowhere.
0: <coughs>
1: Ooh, you there right there? All right, just breathe in <sighs> and out. Okay. All right. Anyway, I digress, and Kevin tries to digress before he chokes and kills himself. Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, y'all, you like I said, tonight we, co- we cover anthology films. Uh, this was a little tough for me um, to kind of get my time. I had like seven on my list, and I couldn't really figure out which one I wanted to, to cut. And it was
2: more difficult than I thought it was going to be. But um, Yeah, it's a tough one. There's a lot of good ones out there.
1: There really are. And a lot of older ones. I mean, I know uh, I looked at some, I actually saw some older ones too. And uh, you know me in older films. I mean, sometimes they, they hit perfectly. Sometimes they hit, you know, not at all. So I guess we'll see if they landed on my list or not, but.
2: Yeah, sometimes they hit it and quit it.
1: We hit it and quit it and then hit it again and then I like, quit it again. I don't know Fuck I um, Damn. I know, man. Are you gonna be alright over there? Seriously? Don't need to come Yeah, to yeah, I'm around. good now.
2: I think I should be good. You need the hind lick maneuver? Yeah, no dude. I was just sitting here fucking breathing and then my body's like, nope. Wrong.
1: stop that shit you need to stop breathing yeah. <laughs> knock it off right now police <laughs> no, your body's trying to kill my co-host fuck that uh, yeah seriously dude alright yeah let off, off the weed the rest of the show please we need to get this thing
0: finished <laughs> I'm up. not even smoking <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, alright well let's just get right into this because honestly before you die if, we, if, you, if you're gonna die we need to <laughs> yeah. at least
2: the first part is done so yeah um, we gotta bust this out real quick
1: Hell yeah, dude. Uh, uh, The origins of this is going to be really interesting, so let's get into uh, the origins. Origins.
2: Alright. So, anthology movies. They have a pretty deep-rooted origin. Mm -hmm. The Canterbury Tales by Geoffrey Chaucer. You know, have you heard of him?
1: Uh, No, I have not.
2: Well, this dude was pretty much like an author... And he wrote this book called The Canterbury Berry Tales between 1387 and 1400.
1: Uh, yeah, I've heard of The Canterbury Tales. I've never, I've never heard his name before, so.
2: Yes, it's a pretty much a overarching story that contains 24 mini stories. Ooh, nice. All right, so The Canterbury Tales. Now, this is pretty much the origin that I have found. Um, it's by a guy named Geoffrey Chaucer. You know, I'm not really sure where he's from. I mean, Based can- on his name, he- sounds French of some sort.
1: I thought it was like African-Australian, so I don't, know, I don't
2: know. Oh, African-Australian, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Good mixture. Yeah, well, he wrote this book between 1387 and 1400 AD. Ooh, now, this book consists of 24 mini-stories, so that's kind of where the anthology style – a lot of people thinks it comes from that so yeah i was i never like to say oh this is when it started or oh this or that because honestly there's so much shit that a lot of people don't know about so yeah, yeah. anyways is, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> no,
1: no i agree <laughs> i agree with the fact that it is that is a that could be a really interesting thing because you know groups of stories have kind of probably been around since the beginning of time so
2: we never know really, you know how, you know, how that can go so and um this isn't technically horror, but there is an anthology movie called Intolerance. Hmm. Now, this movie came out in 1916, and it's it's kind of worth mentioning because it's written by Todd Browning. Now, Todd... this guy directed Dracula and Freaks. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and um, it was directed by D.W. Griffiths, who uh, directed a little movie called Birth of a Nation in 1915. Aha. Uh-huh. Interesting yeah okay now <laughs> i know you're you're just gleaming with excitement right oh, now course. the first horror anthology film mm-hmm. is a little ditty called eerie tales ooh eerie this is a little german film from 1919 mm-hmm. That's a long now time ago. <clears throat> this
1: yeah I was, I was born like five years before that
2: so oh no shit yeah dude damn i, I thought it was like three years i didn't I didn't know you were that old. That was five years. Yes, yeah, I'm,
1: I'm old, dude. I'm telling you,
2: really old. <laughs> Anyways, now this um, anthology film has a really early rendition of Edgar Allan Poe's the black cat, which is a very important story within the, I guess, the horror uh, scene. Yes. Definitely. Now this, yeah. Now this anthology is hosted by three hosts: Harlot, the Devil, and Death. Damn. Okay.
0: Spooky. They're, they're great yeah. hosts. Yeah. You know?
2: Oh, yeah. Now, this has Conrad Veidt in it. Conrad This dude Veidt. was in Cabinet. Yeah, this dude was in Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Oh, nice.
0: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> yeah. The Man Who Laughs and Casablanca. Now, this, <gasps> so this dude was pretty well-known. The Man Who Laughs. That's the origins of the Joker. Do you know that?
1: <clears throat> oh, is it really? Yes, it is. That's that's historic. right oh. there. Dude. That is fucking historic
2: as shit. So, yeah, I love that. <clears throat> so, yeah, Conrad Veidt was the guy who played... Mm-hmm. I guess the origin of the Joker. I don't, I am not sure of his name in that, but
1: yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've I've never seen the entire thing. I've seen like, uh, I think they chopped it up and like showed bits and pieces of it, but yeah, I'm not sure if that's him or not, but yeah, it sounds good to me. So let's go with that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then, so now kind of fast forward about 50 years, 1962, a little movie comes out called tales of terror. Ooh. Now, yes. Then the year after that one, black Sabbath, 1963. Now this one is pretty important. Um, it's a really good one too. It's really creepy, man. There's a, uh, I don't know if you've seen this one or not, but it's, it's like a bunch of, I think, I think it's three or four stories wrapped around. You know, uh, typical anthology style. Look at me trying to tell you what an anthology movie is. <laughs> you
1: trying to mansplain, you fucking boy?
2: idiot. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, no, I'm pretty oh, sure it's hosted by Boris Karloff, and there's there's one specific uh, scene in this. I guess a lot of people who have seen this movie will know what I'm talking about. There's, like, a creepy-ass, like, old woman doll thing, and it, it's it's pretty much probably the creepiest doll. I, I want to call it a doll, but I'm not sure. But, dude, this thing is just fucking something else, man. It, it's creepy. Yeah, I've,
1: I've seen parts of this film, but I've, I don't think I've seen that part before, though. I need to watch that film from start to finish, honestly.
2: Yeah. And then, of course, you also have your Tales from the Crypt uh, comics. Released by EC Comics in from 1950 to 1955. Um, now those comics probably directly infused the whole horror anthology because, like I said, those comics were released until 1955, and uh, Tales of Terror was released in 1962.
1: So nice. What's a, it's a rich history there. I mean, that's a lot of amazing films and amazing anthologies that have kind of you know helped to boost the ones that come out now. Kind of give them a good, uh, you know, foundation to to start with, and then to build on. So that's amazing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a there, it's a really rich history that like I didn't know existed because going into this specific um episode, you know, anthologies, I was like. I, the farthest back I could think back to was like the 80s. So I was like, oh, you know, I'm sure there's – I'm sure this history isn't that rich. And then I'm like, oh, shit. What up, 1919? I'm like, okay, I see you. <laughs>
1: You're like, damn, you old, but man, you looking good. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: old, man. You old as hell.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's awesome, though, because like I said, I, the anthology thing is just – it's such a cool uh, – tool for storytelling you know and uh, i love the fact that it's just uh, like you said it's a rich history and it kind of just builds from there and uh the ones we enjoy today you know have definitely uh taken what they've seen in the past and really built on it and made something very very interesting out of it so
2: oh yeah i mean and of course all of these led to twilight zone outer limits tales from the crypt goosebumps black mirror all these yeah. shows we learned to love um i just think it's a it's really fun man um Anthology movies are really good for people with, like, ADD, or, yeah. you know, like, ADHD, where, like, they're, you know, they're, they, they're, fucking, what's it called? Their attention span. Right. Fuck there you. You, <laughs> I just, you lost you your attention to, while you said that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, if you have a short attention span, you know, just pop in one of these puppies, and these stories only last, like, you know, ten minutes. At least hor- Uh, movie anthology films do. Um, TV anthology films uh list those episodes last like 22 minutes so th- you're gonna have to keep uh your attention a little bit longer in those
1: right right yeah Like I say, it all depends on which one you're watching because there's a lot of them. there's some that are you know like 45 minutes but there's also some that are you know, like 20 minutes so it, it kind of varies so if you can find that one that fits your attention span you're golden so
2: yeah or you're know. if you're two evil eyes then you're just a whole hour long
1: that's true yeah
2: that's very true which I can't do that shit. I'll
1: fall asleep and all that bullshit. I'm, I'm too old to uh, you know, really enjoy something that long because you know the, the my pudding cup runs out and I get you know I'm just like fuck it.
2: <laughs> I like how you say an anthology story is too long by being an hour, but like we consistently sit here and watch hour and a half to like three hour long movies all the time.
1: Oh, I mean I take breaks, dude. I gotta get up, walk around, go pee, and you know just get my get my <laughs> applesauce cup and play bingo, and you know, you know me, I'm all about it, so. So
2: you got uh, to stretch those squeaky joints. <laughs>
1: exactly. But if, I get, if I stay too long, my joints get like just fucking cracky. So yeah, it's, that sucks. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Well, that is a rich, rich history. Thank you, Kevin, for taking us on that
2: little journey. Yeah. Anytime, man. Any Anything for you. Thanks, brother. You're awesome.
1: Two thumbs up. Mm, you, can, you. you can't see them, but they're they're actually middle fingers. So. Um, anyway. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, let's uh, let's just get right into this. Let's see what the uh, our top five, so like we say, and we, we haven't said that the past couple of times, and Kevin usually is the one that says it, but we don't know each other's top fives. If you are the first-time listener to this podcast, uh, we keep those uh, you know, from each other to make sure that we have genuine responses, and um, sometimes we have you know the same picks. Well, like, I guess that the, the uh, well, you know, I won't say which one, but we have one where we share the exact same list, so go back and try to find that one if you can. Uh, but usually it's we share a few, you know, whatever. So, but most sometimes we're just completely different, which I love the fact that you know it's just such a, a broad range of uh, different, you know, ideas and what we like and what we don't like. So, uh, but yeah, so let's get right into this. We oh, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was no, I was just gonna say we laugh, we cry, you know, and in the end it just builds the bond, you know. It really
1: does. The, the bromance is real, and if anyone you know says otherwise, I'll you know beat him with my cane. So. Um, let's <laughs> let's just
2: get <laughs> I mean you gotta put your dentures out on the night table. That's
1: true. Well I mean I, I like to keep them in that way I can you know bite people with them and stuff. So uh it helps, Ooh, helps a lot. Smart. Mm, very smart. All right. Well let's uh let's get into our number fives uh, or top number fives, our top five list. Uh, let's uh start with number five.
2: All right. So, I've got a little ditty here. It's a movie called Tales from Halloween. Ooh, interesting. Tell me about that one. Now, I like this one a lot, because I know I mentioned people with ADD would love anthology films, because, you know, it's just snap, 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 like, you know, just quick stories. Right. This one has ten short stories in it. Yes, it does. Which... Which according to this how long the film is, each short is around nine point seven minutes long. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so they're they are they are banging these motherfuckers out, man, left and right. That's what we said. It's it's yeah. Oh good one. <laughs> 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 um, this one's just a lot of fun, man. It really oozes that Halloween atmosphere. And um the stories are actually pretty decent too. They're a lot of fun. Um now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think there's one that I disliked. Um so yeah, they're all pretty good. Have you uh, seen this one? I
1: have. Yes, uh, I actually think this kind of rivals. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's as good as, but it definitely has the same type of feel, same type of, uh, um, like the Halloween stuff as Trick or Treat almost. So it's like, huh. I mean, like I said, it does it, Trick or Treat is way better, but I think it has it does capture that Halloween feel, kind of like Trick or Treat does, but not as good in my opinion. But uh, it's still very good though.
2: I wonder if we're going to be talking about trick-or-treat later. What do you think? Ah, you, you never know, man.
1: I mean, I, honestly, this it, is so up in the air. I mean, I don't – like I told you, I said, I, I'm getting to know you better, but still there's some genres where I'm just like, I don't know what you're going to do. Like, I, you're a wild
2: card. Like, you're, you know, you're
1: all over the place. So, uh,
2: but no, I, Oh, yeah. I like to make you think that I hate a movie, but then, like, when it comes down to, like, recording this – uh, podcast i like to just kind of surprise you like like spook fuck you you know like oh surprise i like this movie <laughs>
1: surprise fuck wow ooh spook fuck you're like surprise bitch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh damn supplies <laughs> <laughs> supplies uh um, anyway <laughs> moving along um my number five film is a film called southbound it's from 2015 and i, I, don't, I kind of think you have those on your list i don't know maybe, maybe possibly i don't know.
2: It was. Oh, it was really. Yep, it was my number five for a while, and then it got bumped. It got wow, I got bounced.
1: Okay, well, I mean, and actually, I was just told about this film just before, I guess, yeah, it was yesterday, the day before, by she. She loves scary movies. Yeah, I got it right that time. But I decided to check it out, and I really did enjoy this film a lot. Like it starts off and. It, you know, it, it's, it's the anthology type thing where, you know, it starts off with something you're, you're kind of figuring out what this, with the main storyline is, you know, and then, other than kind of break off into different stories. Like it just kind of goes through and it kind of melds into each other. Um, so it's one coherent story, but yet it's, you know, different stories kind of chopped up. Uh, of course, in the end it wraps around, you know, it's the beginning and, um, there's really creepy vibe in this. Like, it's just you're always feeling uneasy. You don't really know. Like, there's like, like these wraiths that kind of hang around and are kind of tormenting the people in these these different stories. And but they're kind of always around somewhere. you always kind of spot them in the background somewhere or whatever. Um, but the, the gore in this is fantastic. Um, and there, there's some scenes where I just cringed because of like some of the injuries people take in it. And uh, just oh, oh yeah. dude, it's just it's away. Of course you know but it's, yeah, it's just sort of brutal and real kind of just down to earth. And it kind of makes you really think about, uh, what the characters are going through and it really just sucks you into the story. There's my sucking in again. So
2: a good suck. It, it's a good suck. <laughs> rather be sucked in, <laughs> rather be, rather be sucked in than sucked out. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, exactly. Well, then be blown out anyway, but, um, anyways, so, but, but you did, you did like Southbound though. You like this movie? I,
2: I like it a lot, man. And, and it's very unique too. Um, like you mentioned, the wraths in this movie, or the wraiths, or however the fuck people say <laughs> right. it, dude, they're, they're scary as hell. How they're just kind of like floating there, and then they like kind of are er, slowly going towards the people. I don't know, it freaked yeah. me out. Um, but it's also very unique in the aspect of like the way the timeline works. Like instead of it just completely changing to a different story, it's almost like something completely random happens within that story, mm-hmm. and then it just goes off into a tangent. Yep.
1: Yeah, I mean it does. Well, and it, like especially the scene where. I won't say what, but like the, like the time loop starts going on, it was kind of like it kind of mm-hmm. throws you off, and you're kind of like, "What the hell is going on here?" But yeah, it's 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 really good for the fact that it's it's way different than what I expected it to be, and it really did surprise the hell. Because I've been putting it off, and and she's like, "Check it out!" I said, "Fine, I'll check it out." And I was pleasantly surprised because I actually love this movie now. So, um,
2: yeah, it's a very very good one. It's on Netflix too, yes. so uh... Go check it out definitely. As is uh, Tales from Halloween. Oh, yes. I don't know if I mentioned no. that, but I'll mention You're it. exactly again. right. They're both on there. Exactly right. Very cool. All
1: right. Well, let's, uh, that was our number fives. So let's move on to our number fours.
2: Okay, so here we are, number four. Oh, big number four. <laughs> I've got VHS. B-H-
1: you know that's hilarious. <laughs> you say that is because I knew without a shadow of a doubt this would be on your list.
2: Oh hell yeah, dude! I you, I feel I can't remember what. Oh, it's found, yes, found footage.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. yeah, our found footage episode where I pretty much sucked this film's yes, dick. You did. Um, this. VHS and V, yeah, VHS and VHS two, um, are honestly neck and neck to me. Uh, I didn't know which one to put in this spot, so I put both. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's
1: fine. I mean, that's, it's, honestly with with things like that, it's, it's okay to kind of clump things together because they kind of go together hand in hand. So yeah, I agree with you on that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, these came out in 2012 and 2013, respectively. Um, Now, it features a found footage style, which isn't very common in anthology films, you know. Um, The stories are really good, too, man. They really keep you in it. But the thing that's kind of really worth note is the special effects and the gore in these movies is kind of off the chain. It's super good. Yes,
1: I totally agree. Totally agree.
2: And it's cool because... A lot of people that were involved with these were like Adam Wingard, David Bruckner, Ty West, who went on to do a bunch of other stuff. And I do believe that they had roots with uh, Southbound. Yes, they did.
1: You're exactly right. So, (laughs) yeah, it's like I said, this was it definitely has some some deep ties to other films that uh, are very good. And it kind of reflects in this film and the VHS, uh, you know, I guess
2: the one, two and three.
1: There's three of them, right? Total. And then there's Viral.
2: Yeah, and then there's viral, and then the, I think they did like another one that's kind of branched off, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. I, I quit. Yeah, about yeah, After viral wasn't that
1: good, I thought, but uh, the first, the Ooh. one, two, and three are actually pretty good. So uh, you're right. So it's uh, is one good. I wasn't going to put it on my list, but I thought, you know what, Kevin's on the cover, so I'll just let him have this one. So and that. It,
2: yeah, you knew it. You yeah, knew I mean, it. That
1: probably wasn't what I was telling you earlier that yeah, I was like, yeah, I can't came. There's one I wasn't to put on here. That part, I think that was it. So i'm glad you uh
2: okay there you go it all worked out yeah before we were recording jerry jerry was trying to rack his brain for a a movie that he was thinking about he couldn't think about but then we were like you know what we'll probably end up talking about it well here we are 20 minutes in and we're talking about
1: it it's it's funny because this always answers my questions honestly it's hilarious how i'll be thinking about something and then we'll like talk about it i go oh there you go (laughs) i got out of the way perfect (laughs) perfect perfect Um, all right well i'm gonna move on to my number four my number four pick is probably one you have higher on your list um I'm just going to make a guess on that. Uh, it's Creep Show 2 from 1987. So, okay. And I won't say anything else because I think I'm pretty sure you have it later on. So, um, Creep Show 2? Yes, 2. Okay, we'll see. All right, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll definitely see. We've got to finish the countdown. So. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Creep Show 2, um, the stories in this, uh, like the first one. I think it was the uh, is it the the Indian is that what the uh, the first one's called? I can't remember the
2: the, the three that are in it. Um, it's something to do with the wooden Indian, yes. Oh, oh yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's
1: the Native American, uh, the monster blob in the lake, and then um, hitchhiker. That's what it is. Um, Those are so
2: good too.
1: I know they are. They're all three good, but the one you know, the one that always takes takes it right in the very first is uh the blob the uh, the blob in the lake or the the raft mm-hmm. they call it the raft. And that one to me just is so brilliant. Um, just the way it's shot, and the way it's so simple. I and mean, It is so simple, like you, you know, it's just people on a raft in the middle of this lake, and they can't get off of it. You know, trying to figure out ways off of it, and this stuff just like eats them, just eats the fuck <laughs> out of them. I just fucking love it. Just uh, it's great.
2: Yeah, it's extremely subtle, but it does work really well. that That's how you know that where a film has really good like story writing and shit like that is when they can take something so bare bones and make something extremely enjoyable out of it. And by God, did they make something enjoyable!
1: They really did. I mean, honestly, it's just—it's the whole thing is fantastic. Like the uh, the Native American—that's uh, one of the greatest stories. Honestly, for the fact that it—it it, it just kind of shows the fact of like you know don't fuck with people, uh, you know, just because you think you can take you can fuck with them. And I, I love the this the the meaning behind that story. So it, it's more than just a a horror thing. It's more of like a you know a story that kind of teaches you something that you know just because someone's lower than you doesn't mean you should pick on them. It means you should. Help them, you know, because otherwise the fucking indie don't come
2: kill you. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, but I, I think that's my uh, least favorite one out of the th- out of the uh, three, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, Hitchhiker is also another one that's uh, that's very popular as well. But uh, I, that first one really just kind of—I don't know—it strikes a chord with me. So um, most people probably won't pick that as you know, like the top one in that whole the list. But I actually kind of like that with that and the, the the raft are my two favorites. So. Yeah
2: hitchhiker scared the hell out of me dude i i cannot remember what he says um but like it's just kind of like that whole time loop thing that where no matter where she is he's always ahead of her right. it, okay for it's about a woman that hit and runs a homeless man and like he kind of comes back to haunt her and holy hell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll fuck with you man this one you know, got it's, me
1: it is fucked up i mean we're the very end scene where you know he you know does his thing i won't say what it does but um yeah that whole thing is really 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 well shot actually the the uh practical effects are fantastic in that scene so uh, um yeah the the time loop thing is really cool how he always is right there at her you know fucking with her and shit so uh very very good stuff so creepy as hell yes very very the creep factor on this is definitely huge Uh, i think definitely i know the raft too the creep factor is cool because like It's just that ominous feeling of not knowing what to do next. You know, they're always they're kind of stuck, and you're like, "Okay, you can't swim out to the the shore, and you can't just sit on the raft forever because it's coming through the floors and shit." You know, so yeah,
2: yeah, it's It's a scary concept. But can we talk about how kind of impressive and underrated this film is? Um, True. Yes. Just in in terms Mm -hmm. of. Imagining following up something like Creepshow, something that George A. Romero was involved with, that Stephen King was involved with. Now, I'm not sure if they were involved with this one, but...
1: They were. They were. They're the writers. Their credits is the writer, Stephen King okay. and Romero,
2: bro. So. Okay, good, good. Because, I mean, trying to follow up a film like Creepshow, I feel like that would be extremely difficult. Now, granted, anthology is a lot easier because, you know, if one of the stories is a dud, then you have the other ones to kind of, you know, pick it up. Like, you're True. not devoted to one single story. So it's a lot easier to kind of divert the audience's attention right. but this one it knocked it out of the fucking park, man
1: yeah i agree that the three stories are very solid the first one i wasn't really big on the uh the stephen king one you know where he's like the i guess the,
2: the oh the jody the, verrill
1: uh one yeah i'm not a big fan of that one I don't, it just doesn't strike me at all like it just kind of throws me off actually um see so, you know, what you're saying like you know with the, with the anthology one can suck and that was the one that sucked for me so
2: yeah, that was spooky. Yeah.
1: It's I would not even spooky. It just was corny and stupid to me, but I don't know. I just
2: I don't know, dude. It freaked me out. I watched it when I was a little kid and like just like slowly turning into like a grass monster. Well, like
1: true. I mean I guess as a little kid it would freak you out, but like watching it as an adult I was like, God, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hey. Turn this shit off. But anyway, I love Stephen King, so at least I got to see him on screen. So uh, Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so alright, well uh there's our number fours. Let's move on to our number threes.
2: <laughs> Three. Okay, so this is one that I actually didn't watch until recently. Um it's a it's a movie called Tales from the Dark Side. Oh hell yeah, dude. Now, I almost let this one slide, but uh, my boy Wes over here put it on his story, now watching Tales from the Dark Side, and I was like, and me being the little skeevy guy I am, I'm like, oh shit, I haven't seen that, I gotta, I gotta catch up and watch that. And I watched it, and I was like, damn, this is a good movie. Now, I'm really glad, I wouldn't have watched this one without you, Jerry. Really? W- or, I'm sorry, Wes, excuse me, you can slap we, the back uh, of my hands with the roller like we mentioned yeah, in the previous I, episode. <laughs> I fuck it up too, don't so worry about it. <laughs> I do, but uh, yeah
1: this this film was great, so I'm glad you got to, a chance to watch. I wasn't going to post it, but I thought, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to let everybody kind of see my hand a little bit. So uh,
2: yeah, what I'm watching, Yeah this this was the one that made the south made uh southbound go north for the winter. Oh, poor southbound. Yep, yep. Oh well, I had southbound in at five until uh, I watched this one, and then after watching it, I was really kind of blown away because it was. One that I never hear about ever. And and the sure. star power in this is insane. You've got like really Christian Slater, uh Julianne Moore, Steve Buscemi, James Ramar, like it's ridiculous the star power behind this, and it's just kind of a little at least in my eyes was a gem that got pushed under the rug. Now I'm sure maybe I'm out of of the loop on this one as I am with a lot of thickness nowadays, but (laughs) I just didn't really know about this one at all. And then I saw you posted it and I I remember hearing the name and I'm like, all right, let me give it a shot. And, and look at that making history on my top five.
1: Hell yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those films that were like, yeah, it was pushed under. You're right. It was one of those ones that kind of got looked over and, um, you know, it's got some, it's got a cult following, of course, but like it wasn't really given the notoriety that it should have been given on it, in my opinion. So uh, you're exactly right. What you're saying is not for, too far off. So, uh, of course, I mean, I, I wasn't, I guess when it came out in what? Uh, it was 1990. Like, okay, so yeah. So it was right there on the cusp of like, you know, uh, everything was kind of like a, in a dead still at the moment, you know? Like it, it was just about to ramp up into the 90s stuff and 80s were just kind of you know, ramping down. So this kind of got lost in the shuffle almost so I yeah it was uh, an overlooked gem that uh, people are looking to look, you know, check out now and I'm really glad because like I said it's a, it's a very good film I actually found it on VHS the other day and I'm really excited about that so
2: oh hell yeah good find yep
1: very yes, exactly. it was a very good find so uh, yeah great film awesome so what do you got at number three Oh, my number three is a film that I've seen a couple a couple times, but both times I've watched it, it's really just – it's just fantastic. I love this film. It's uh, Campfire Tales from 1997. Uh, have you have you seen this film?
2: No, I actually haven't. This is the first one I have not – I don't even know if I've heard
1: of this one. Wow, really? Okay. It's and it's another one that has a, a really all-star cast. Uh, it has uh, so James Marsden, uh, Amy Smart. Um, it has uh, – who's the other guy that I know that was really – uh, Ron Livingston's in it, and there's someone There's one other person I think that was uh, really, really well known. Oh well, doesn't matter. Anyway, um, but yeah, that, yeah, whatever. <laughs> this movie is great for the fact that it does have that, you know, the anthology thing where it starts off uh, with some kids that are, I guess, are traveling down the road and they end up getting into a wreck, and they're can't get the the, the car out of the ditch. So they're kind of sitting around this little campfire and talking about stuff. And the guy's like, you know, while we're, while we're sitting, let me tell you some some of these, you know, these cool tales that, you know, I know about. And so we'll go through the tales and tell them one by one. Um, it has, it's, it's almost, I think the quintessential urban legend movie type thing, because it tells these, you know, well-known urban legends, uh, in a anthology type setting, which is a fantastic idea to me. So, um, but just the, the twists and the turns in this film are fantastic. The acting is spot on, um, the, the effects are great. The uh, practical, the practical, they're all practical, of course. So that's fantastic that way. Uh, but the wraparound on this one is very unique. I won't give it away because uh, it is a very cool wraparound story. Um, but and I almost didn't want to say it's a wraparound, but I guess with all anthologies, I guess we have that wraparound anyway. So, um.
2: oh, I, I was just going to mention with you mentioning like anthologies with a wraparound story. Yeah. I kind of find myself enjoying them more when they're connected. You know, when they're when it's three separate stories, it's kind of like. Ah, You know, it's like kind of where are these coming from, you know, but with a wraparound like, you know, like Trick or Treat or or Southbound or, you know, or Tales from the Dark Side, you know, where it's a kid explaining the movie to a witch that's about to eat him, you know, it's like him reading off these stories. I don't know. I just, I can get into them more. So I, I, I do prefer a wraparound story. I
1: agree. I agree. Because like, you know, when you're telling separate stories, it's like, okay, you're telling a story. Okay. Whatever. You know, I mean, it may be interesting, but yeah, wrapping, I mean, making a story all inclusive definitely is a cool thing to do because it does keep you, you know, watching, even though one may suck, you still want to see how the wraparound story ends up. So it's the wraparound.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, yeah. So that's all, that's always a good thing. So, but you really got to check this movie out. It's really really good. Um, it's very underrated. Uh, I was actually going to tell you this one uh, for your uh, your Instagram uh, questions of the day. But I was like, you know what? I'll save this one. Um, but it's, uh, ah. it's just a like – and I'm, I'm a big Urban Legend fan. Like I love Urban Legends. So this was just like right up my alley. It has some very classic ones in there too. So uh, definitely check this fucking movie out if you haven't. So.
2: It's funny. Speaking about Urban Legend, you know, if anybody out there wanted to see uh, Daniel uh, Harris have – leash around her neck while having sex then this movie's for you (laughs) wow
0: really you're
1: gonna go there
2: i mean hey tell me i'm wrong tell me that that part is not not in the movie
1: you're not wrong i just i just you're just showing your hand buddy but uh you know what? that's that's okay that's okay well uh we'll <laughs> leave it at that <laughs> shit you and daniel Harris, dude fuck i hope you guys enjoy girl, your, your life together bean i'm sorry I'm, I'm trying to work for you here but he's making it difficult so <laughs> fuck me all right all right dude uh let, let's move on to our number two
2: So everybody knew this one would be mentioned. Trick or treat. Hell yeah, it would. Of course it would.
1: But you know what? You know what's funny? We yeah. you know what? No, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. Speak your part. Speak your part.
2: Interesting. Okay. Well, I was kind of going over with it in my mind. I was like, should this be my number one, or should my number one that I decided to make my number one be number one? And obviously, I went with the one that ended up being the number one into my number one spot.
1: <laughs> so. Did anyone else follow that bullshit? Because I didn't. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I kind of got lost halfway through. I'm lost. Uh, Where are we at again? What are we doing? Uh, I need to go home. Number two, Trick or Treat. Very good. (laughs) Let's start over again. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) So, yeah, Trick or Treat, man. It's Obviously, we kind of mentioned a little bit about it earlier. You know, you've got that great Halloween atmosphere. Um, It's very interesting, too, the little guy, uh, Sam. He's doing his best Jason Voorhees impersonation from uh, Friday the 13th Part 2.
1: Yes, he is. I dude, I love that shit, man. I fucking love that. That's awesome. A
2: little sack head on his little pumpkin head. He's so fucking cute, dude. He is adorable, man. I'm telling you, I just I love it. So he is, and he is a favorite
1: among a lot of Instagrammers. I mean, it's crazy how people love that little fucker. Oh so. yeah. Yep.
2: Oh yeah. And I think it's kind of surprising that they never did more sequels. And I, I'm gonna kind of go on a limb and say maybe that's a good thing. Um, you know, when it comes to sequels, obviously it takes a large quantity of the. Co- the quality out of the original, you know, right? like once you add a sequel, it it takes a lot out of the first one. And I think that's kind of what makes trick or treat. So special is it was just kind of this random movie that was thrown out and, and gained some serious traction in the horror community. And uh, it's a, it's just a fucking great movie, man. It's one of those anthologies with the wraparound story. And it's just, it's fun, man. It, it, I don't really know. I can't think of any other movies quite like it because When I think of a Halloween movie, I think of Halloween from 1978 and Trick or Treat from 2007. You know, it's it's, those two just go so well hand in hand, and it's just the atmosphere just is bursting at the seams in this movie it is
1: i mean it's it's all over it it's i mean it's it's almost like it's almost puking halloween you know <laughs> like it's, it's it, <laughs> yeah. it just sprays everywhere i love that shit man i just you know just soaked me with that you know halloween vomit so. <laughs> Jesus. you love this <laughs> <laughs> you like that it's it's I mean, it just, it's just <sighs> like i said no knock it no, no, till you tried it so um, that's foul but i mean it is what it is dude um but no, going back to a point you made about sequels and about this movie, it was supposed to be a sequel, and they talked about it for a few months. But you know what's funny is, is, that when when a movie like this comes out and it's so good, all you hear is an outcry of sequel, 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 and people don't really stop to think. Like you said, it's you know, it's it's the one-off that's made this so you know so lovable and so um, I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, it's such a classic, I guess you know. And when you cry for mm-hmm. sequels so hard. Then the money, the dollar signs show up in everyone's eyes. and go, ooh, we can make a lot of money off this. Let's make a sequel. And then they fuck it up. And, and hence, they, yep. they fuck the entire series. So the next time that you see a film, a one-off film, and you're crying, sequel, 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 just shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Because, <laughs> I mean, you really could be ruining something that's fantastic. Like, you know, henceforth, true or treat. So just keep that in the back of your mind when you're going through, you know, your sequel, uh, you know, uh, orgasm. So, um yeah.
2: sequel orgasm sequel or wow orgasm. yeah
1: so and the people may hate that Well, but. yeah
2: and that kind of rallies the cry that we always talk about is what makes re- remakes special now we won't talk about this i'm not going to go into it but you got to care about it man and and that's the thing with trick-or-treat is i would want people that care about it to make it i don't want people to make it just to make a, a dime off of the original success you know yeah, like just so because much. a movie's going to make a lot of money yeah, just because a movie is going to make a lot of money doesn't make, doesn't mean it's going to be good, yeah. you know. But as long as the, as long as those you know directors have cash in their pocket, that's all they really care about, honestly. Yeah,
1: Hollywood is turning into a. I mean, it's always, always has been, but I think more so now that the remakes are so prevalent is the fact that they just want to see cash in their pockets, and it's ruining a lot of our favorite older films, you know, the older older series, and it's just it's sad. Uh, the, the kids for today, I I kids up today, I'm just I'm weeping for them for the fact that. They're just, you know, all this stuff they could go back and watch, you know, first run. And they're watching these, you know, these remakes or whatever. And it's it's ruining the entire thing. I'm like, fuck, I hate that shit. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, you know, yeah. it
2: just ugh, anyway. Uh, listen. So, Trick or Treat, thank you for staying classy, staying original. Exactly. Uh, and, and you're doing great. I, you're doing great, little buddy. I Keep it up. I fucking
1: agree, dude. That's, yeah, you're exactly right. So, bravo to you. Bravo to you. Yeah.
2: Keep fucking him up, Sam. Keep fucking That's him right. up.
1: Take that little uh, little sucker and bite that shit off and then fuck him in the neck with it. So. Um,
2: fuck, fuck him in the neck. Him. All right. No, fuck them in the neck. <laughs> not him in the neck.
1: Fuck them in the neck.
2: You know, so. Oh, well, he did stab a dude in yeah, the neck, didn't Of course didn't
1: he, he did. Yes, I'm saying. Fuck him in the neck. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I can say it again, but I am not going to do. My number two, Phil. Fuck him in the neck. <laughs> wow, he stuck that in. Like, I got you. I, I got you. I see you. Yeah. Um, my number two is a film that we have not discussed ever, and it's Tales from the Dark Side. <laughs> <So>.
2: Yo. <laughs> you said me for a split second. You literally had me. I was like, wow. Oh,
1: uh, I, uh, okay. I, I'm pretty good at that, actually. Um,
2: See, you did well at hiding it because when I was talking about it, you didn't really seem a, like you didn't say anything. So I was just kind of like, oh, he must not have liked it. But yeah. uh, So good. You and were wearing buddy, your poker face.
1: I'm very, very sneaky. Um, yeah, dude, this this film, I love this film. I used to watch this as a kid all the time. Uh, my neighbors had it on VHS, and we watched that shit all the time. Uh, my mom didn't know I was watching it either, and I'd come home and have nightmares for, like, days. And she'd be like, what are you having nightmares about? I'm like, you know, there's a, there's this freaky cat in the corner, you know, whatever. And she'd be like, I don't know what <laughs> we're talking about. Yeah, that uh, – yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. But um, this movie – I love it. I just, like you said, it's so packed with people that I love to watch. Uh, the stories are fantastic. Uh, the gore is great. Um, just uh, the creep factor. Is so just fucking good. I love it, man. It's just, it just gives me the horror stiffy that I want, you know? Um, oh yeah. Tony, it's just, it's just great. Uh, but this movie really did make me scared of cats, especially black cats for the longest time. Um, that little fucker is just damn dude. It fucks me up every time. Um, and it's funny because it's crazy <laughs> it is um, you know our friend Vanessa uh, Vanessa uh, the Vampirous Vans you know who you are here's your shout out by the way um, she has a, a black cat named Morticia and that cat is fucking awesome but I swear it looks like the cat in this movie um, and it freaks me out every time I see her but I fucking love that cat but it still kind of freaks me out a little bit um, but that scene mm-hmm. where uh, you know it does this thing hey, fucks that guy up i'll just say that that still gets to me it still makes me just cringe inside and just like oh shit but um just you've said and he crawls
2: in his mouth and yes then, like, dude
1: oh god it's just ooh. oh man <sighs> just good stuff man this
2: any movie special cringe. effects is fantastic oh
1: it really is man i'm telling you they they, they did a great job with the practical effects in this movie because they're just they're spot on and um like i said they just go along with the movie they they make it just you know, and they really could have fucked this up with some you know cheesy ass CGI because it was it's what uh, uh what year is it on? um 1990.
2: 1990
1: so yeah so it was it was about that that age where CGI was kind of becoming a thing and they decided to stick with the practical and I'm so glad they did because it worked out so perfectly um and I think isn't uh isn't point in this what's his name the the singer um what the fuck is his name hold on I'll tell you in a second <laughs> uh, you, know, but you know what I'm talking about though um, you know no uh-uh. beating hot 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 you know uh, I can't think of the fucking name of the dude but Anyway, uh, you anyway know, I think it's Dexter Poindexter I think that's what his name is but he plays like the uh, the guy in the first one that he's gonna kill he's gonna kill the cat you know that guy
2: oh oh yeah I didn't know he was yeah, a singer yeah, or anything but, I know who you're yeah, talking yeah. about now because I can
1: look at him he them, was a singer in the 80s so yeah he was a <laughs> fantastic dude I don't you know no that song, shit. hot 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 you know
2: that song <clears throat> uh, that was it like, <laughs> But uh anyway, but I'm glad you brought up uh Tales from the Dark Side again because I wanted to kind of talk about that last segment with the the gargoyle. Oh yeah. What the fuck was that, that about? So for the people that haven't seen this movie, this dude witnesses an act by a gargoyle and the gargoyle's like, "Hey, if you never mention me again, then that's like I will let you live if you never speak to anybody about this." And he's like, "Okay, big bet." Well, he meets a girl whatever 10 years later. Um he tells somebody about the gargoyle and then Shit. And then, I don't want to give it away,
1: but but some, something shitty happens. Something really fucked up, weird and shitty happens.
2: But how the fuck does that happen? Like 10 years? And I mean, I'll I mean, well,
1: oh, see. I, if I can't, I can't say what it is because the reason why he says it is kind of the reason why he gets fucked. So, okay, just go watch this movie. Cause it is man, It's fucking fantastic. But,
2: yeah, oh, but that, yeah.
1: That, uh, the last one is probably one of my favorite ones actually uh, I wasn't going to mention that and I just got tied up in the cat story <laughs> but um, I mean, that last one is fucked up and it has some really cool like you know it looks like a head being chopped off and fucking just that thing is badass so yeah, I fucking love it But um, anyway oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, this is just a, a badass movie so looks like we're already number one shit that went fast
2: looks like we're here tornado,
1: dude uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, give us your number one
2: creep show creep fucking show so you all know that your boy had to throw it out there, man. You, got, I had to show some po- support to the Creep Show, man. This one is just so unique. Um, back I, I don't know when it came out, sometime in the eighties. Um, if you want to be a peach and look that up for me while I am talking about it, that would be fantastic. Um, <laughs> so Creep Show is just so unique, man. It's got that comic book style, you know, representative of the EC comics that came out in the fifties that I was talking about earlier. Just the the excellent lighting of it all is so perfect like it's just it's extremely colorful um the cutscenes are pretty brilliant you know it's just i can go on and on about how much i love this movie and but i won't we only got a certain amount of time we can't be we can't you guys can't stand listening to us longer than too much longer than an hour and a half, so we're gonna t- try and keep a little brief, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, but Sarah, my voice gets like real shitty, so yeah, I hear that. But uh, 1982 is when it came out, so there you go.
2: Okay, yeah, 82, so ma- that's real early too, and I just think it's it's so different for its time. Oh, um, t-
1: definitely. Well, you know, here's what's funny about this is IMDb classifies it not as a horror or fantasy; it, cal- it classifies this as a comedy first.
2: Oh yeah, of course. So that's <laughs> so, that's, that's crazy. You know, I wouldn't. I would either. This movie is fucking scary dude like um what is that one segment with the bugs oh yeah the roaches and it comes out of the yeah dude and it's coming out of his fucking mouth Mm, and shit that's fucked up dude
1: and and that that actually gets the most shit from all three of those uh those stories people hate that one the most i'm like that's fucking creepy as shit man
2: yeah and and that's the thing too is when i was doing the list for all of these anthology films i uh I was trying to think, man, because it's so hard because I might like a segment from VHS more than I like a certain segment in Creepshow, you know? And it's like just back and forth. Mm. But you got to kind of just take it for what it is in terms of how much you enjoy the movie as a whole. And I think Creepshow it has that nostalgia factor for me as well. How we always mention, you know, movie that gives you nostalgia, <laughs> you're going to like it more even if it sucks. You know, that yeah. thing we always harp it on. True. Um. So yeah, this is kind of one of those movies for me, man. And you got a real early appearance from uh, Tom Atkins, dude. My, hell yeah. my boy playing a dickhead dad. <laughs> hell fucking yeah, man. He's good at
1: everything, so yeah, I,
2: I'm all for it. Hell yeah, cool, cool. So yeah, man, I love Creep Show, dude. What do you uh, what are, you, what are your thoughts on Creep Show? I,
1: I like Creep Show. Like I said, that the one with King just doesn't really do it for me, uh, but it's okay, you know. Like I said, the other ones are are pretty good. Um, what's the? It's the the one with. Um, uh, uh leslie nilson uh the beach isn't it the
2: beach oh yeah the one where he bears the guy the people up to their heads yeah yeah,
1: yeah. that's 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 a very interesting story i did i like that a lot so uh yeah it's it's not one of my favorites like it's in the main top my top five but it definitely probably my top 10 uh but it's just not one of those ones I'm, it's like a go-to for me um i it just doesn't seem as I don't, I don't know it just doesn't seem as good as the as the second one but i just you know that's just me i'm just old and weird like that so
2: See, that's super interesting to me. I was going to bring up that point that so you're telling me you enjoy Creepshow 2 more than the original. Yeah. So it's,
1: you know, and uh, sequels to me sometimes are better than the original. Like I like Hellraiser 2 better than Hellraiser 1. Um, and I'm trying to think of mm-hmm. another sequel like better. I uh, like Friday the 13th part 2 better than the, the first part. So yeah, it just, it kind of depends. I'm a, I'm a sequel guy, honestly. So weird.
2: But, uh, yeah. Yep. I'm pretty sure it's a, like not sequel by name only because I mean you know it's hard to be connected to a franchise when you're an anthology film because at the root of it all it's just a bunch of different stories you know it's so that's why I feel like VHS 2 is successful why creep show 2 is successful you know because as long as you get the same writers you can get the same feel out on a on a movie you know you watch Creepshow show 2 it's the exact same thing you got the same feeling man and, and they knocked both of those films out of the park
1: yeah well, what's funny is that okay so so the writer for this is Stephen King and then it says the original screenplay by and it didn't give anybody so uh, and but this says this is oh. the director is George A Romero but then if you go back to uh to creep show 2 i think it says that the let me see let me see what, it, what this says cuz it says that
2: the screenplay is by a oh, ghost my God. But see, this says director... Ooh, spooky.
1: <laughs> so the director is uh, Michael Gornick, but it says the writer says the stories were written by Stephen King and the screenplay was written by George A. Romero. So it is a little difference. It seems like there's a little difference in the way that it's kind of uh, molded, I guess, from each, from one to two. So I think that's why that there's a different feel to both those films. Because I honestly think there's a totally different feel between one and two. Um, that's just my opinion. But I think that, and I think it shows in the way that it's, Laid out by King and Romero, and now with Cornick as the director, not Romero. So, I don't know. Whatever, fight me.
2: Now, have you seen Creepshow three? Is there Creepshow three?
1: Yes, direct to video. No, I have not seen
2: Creepshow three. I've. Oh, here I've heard horrible things about it, but surprise, it's not my shit pick. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Wait, well,
1: here here it doesn't IMDb. I'm yeah. wondering. Let's. Uh, it was like there's four, if there's five different stories. Wow. in that one. So they went in, in Creepshow Creep show three. There's five stories. Damn, yeah, yeah. So I might need to watch that. Just yeah, show so
2: uh, it is. But yeah, I was going to watch that one and prepare for it to be my shit big, but I felt like that was too cheap because that is kind of a given, you know, like this movie is just like universally hated. And then I was like, that's yeah. too easy. That's way too easy. So I got to go another route. Um, I'm sorry. Let's get to your number one before we start talking about <laughs> yeah, shit.
1: Yeah, you well, your roll older, buddy.
2: <laughs> I got my number one account. Who we can... We all we all know well, what it is.
1: Yeah, you probably do. Because I actually just teased it in a live stream. But uh, yeah, it is uh, John Carpenter's Body Bags. Um, I fucking...
2: Oh, shit. I thought it was Trick or Treat. Okay. No, no, no,
1: no, no. I'll, see, I'll, okay. Let me let me clarify. Before everybody starts to get up in arms on me. I love Trick or Treat a lot. A whole lot. But I... Like I said, I can kind of sense what you are gonna do on your top
2: five, and I knew for a fact. See, you can't do but that. But I do it anyway. You can't do. You just gotta. I do it anyway. But you can't. You gotta. No, I do it You it anyway. have to be honest with yourself, and then not get rid of a movie but, just because you know I like I, it. You can't do but that. I am not really
1: getting rid of it because I am still gonna talk about it when you talk about it. And I did. I talked about how much I loved it. So, see, I worked my way around it. Um, but I knew you'd have it. I knew you'd have it on there. But, but and see, that's the way I can also get the ones I really want my top five on my top five without having to sacrifice the ones I really love. See. It works out. And right now, if you can see me, I have my hands hmm. up like the little I don't know guy. So there you go. I'm mad at you right now. I know you are, but you know, get over it. Trust me, you'll, you'll be all right. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to uh, my favorite anthology film. Um, so, body bags. the The first so, the first uh, story in this series, it's about a uh, a gas station attendant, and she is starting her first night on the job and just the whole like the first like 10 minutes of how they kind of lay it out she shows up she talks to the the guys there um some people kind of show up it kind of feels weird um and then it just fucking like takes off like a fucking rocket right up your ass i mean it's like it just (laughs) just, just, (laughs) seriously it's just so fucking surprised me but what's the best part about this whole film and of course anyone that's seen it knows that my favorite director shows up in it for just a brief like Two or three minutes, Wes Craven pops in to make his little appearance and then pops right back out. Um, so I just I love that part of the film.
2: And oh, I don't think I caught that.
1: Yeah, at the very first, he's like the first guy that comes up to the window. Uh, I don't think he even says much, <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, he's fantastic in this. Uh, like I said, it's just it's a pop in, pop out type thing, but it's just it's so subtle. And I think this was before Carpenter and, and Craven had like that little tip they had going on. But uh, anyway, because mm-hmm. this film was from ninety three, so I think they didn't get into that until later in the nineties, but. Uh, I think it was right around when Scream came out, which is like three or four years later. So, uh, But anyway, yeah. uh, it has a, an all-star cast. Uh, it's, it's either t- – okay, so how do you say it? Toby or Tobe Hooper? Oh, Toby. Toby, okay, because I've heard both and for I sure. just didn't want to – For know. sure. Okay, Toby for sure. Okay, so Toby Hooper's in this. Tom Arnold and John Carpenter plays like the little guy between the, between the stories. It kind of ties them together and – um, it's just, it's just uh, the stories in this are just so good, like you said before, you know, the wraparound thing. But I don't know, these stories are just so good. They just kind of just uh, they, honestly, I'd probably watch that first one about the gas station attendant, like as a full length feature, honestly, because it's just that good. Um, they really could build a whole story yeah. around that and yeah, it'd just be fantastic. But uh, the second and third one aren't, aren't the greatest, but they're still very, very good. Um, and I think Stacey Keach is in the second one and about the uh, his hair, it's just it's, it's all so fucked up so. Um, but I love Stacey so Keeps though it's it's good stuff. So, but so what are your
0: what are your thoughts? Well, it's
2: on funny. This? Just, it's when you were mentioning the gas station attendant one. I think I, every time I watch that, it's played by Robert Carradine, who played the one of the of the lead nerds in revenge of the nerds yes. it's so like i can't take it too seriously you know because i just imagine him just in that movie he's such a good oh he is
1: awesome but i think he plays a good psychopath in this i mean like he just really he just freaks you out he
2: okay. does yeah so. he really does man and yeah the stories are very good um very very good uh they're the one with mark hamill with the whole eye thing man yeah. it's I just I love anthology movies, man. I'm I'm just really happy to be watching all these movies. It's just it's just so fun because when you're watching a movie, it's not like you have to be all in on this movie, but it's just nice to watch an anthology movie because you can like almost relax more. You know, there's not this long story. There's not a bunch of dialogue, boring dialogue between people to build up tension or anything. There's no tension in anthology films because you could just bang them out real quick, man. There's, there's stories that need to be told quickly and they are. And I love that.
1: Oh yeah. I'm telling you Yeah, you're exactly right. Cause like you said, if you, know, you can get invested, but you can invest for short periods of time, which is fucking fantastic because like you said, if you have ADHD or you just can't focus, like I said, you can maybe even watch one and like come back later and watch another one and come back later and finish it up, you know, or whatever you got to do. So it's, it is a great, because like, you know, when you're watching a film, like a full length feature and you have to chop it up, it, sometimes you lose that intensity, I guess, or the the flow of the movie. And it, you know, sometimes those that kind of ruins the movie for you. But with anthologies, you really can take it chunk by chunk and, you know, kind of make it all work together for you. So. Yeah. Except I mean, there are some that, mm-hmm. I guess like trick or treat, you would kind of have to watch all the way through to kind of make, you know, make it flow. But, uh, for the most part though, you really could kind of, uh, break it up if you needed to, but, uh, I like to watch these all at one time. So most definitely my friend. Um, yeah. So there's our, uh, there's the old top five in the, in the books for anthologies. Um, a lot of good picks. I mean, I don't think we overlapped except for, uh, Tales from the Dark Side. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's that's a rarity, honestly. I thought we were gonna go, you know, five for five on each. We just have different ones, but uh overlap, so one not too bad. So
2: Yeah, that's something I was talking about earlier too, is I was totally expecting us to have a lot more in common in terms of our lists. Um when it comes to anthology movies, you have a lot of cheap ones and you have a lot of good ones. And um it's funny, I think that worked out perfectly with we picked pretty much most of the good ones in our lists. Um, but hey, if we miss some, let us know.
1: Yes, please. Yeah, if there's one we – I know that there's a few we're going to mention in the uh, honorable mentions, but uh, yeah, if there's one that you think we should have talked about or one you really love, you want to share with us, please do, because I'm always looking for something good to watch uh, anthology-wise. So yeah, please do share it with us. So, um, I think it's time, though. I think it is time for us to get to that most – Excellent part of the show, and that would be Kevin's shit pick. Here we go.
0: Hey kids, it's time for Kevin's shit pick of the week.
2: All right. So, like I mentioned earlier, I really wanted to do Creep Show Three here, but at that point, I was like, "Do I really want to take the cheap way out? Do I really want to?" Put myself in this torture and watch a film that I know is probably going to be god-awful, right? <laughs> well, so I just kind of scoured Netflix, right? And I'm like, let me just see what anthologies that movies they have on here. So, I'm happy to say that my shit-pick is Tales from the Hood 2.
1: Oh, shit. See, I almost watched Tales from the Hood 1 for this, but I decided to to wait and watch it later on. So, yes. this one may be bad.
2: Now... Tales from the Hood one was great in the terms of how it kind of portrayed um, African-American struggles, you know, and this and that. Dude, this movie is a fucking mockery um, of everything that the first one stood for, because the oh. first one was very, like, you know, very, like, pro, and it's like, I had a good message, and then this one, it just felt so racist, man, and uh. it, it it's just cring- that cringy horror- and just not okay, not just cringy horror, just everything about it's cringy, man. You've got Keith David in this picking up a paycheck, and that's probably all he's in this for. Really? Um, <sighs> yeah. Oh yeah. Let me just give a quick briefing of the first story, so people can can kind of see the shit territory we're in here. Please do. First story is about three kids that go into this kind of um, black museum. Uh, you know, like a collection of old, really old racist memorabilia. Um, such as dolls and what have you. Well, that one of the dolls comes to life and is a human-sized racist doll. Whips one of them, um, kills one of them, has sex with one of the girls. What? Um, the girl, the girl becomes impregnated with hundreds of little rate. Like, I like, okay, it would be different if it was just normal dolls but it's like this doll that's just extremely racist and and it's just so fucked up to see cuz it's just so wrong and and then she's like I don't care if I die I just want to make sure my babies are a lot, like are okay and I'm like what the fuck is going on here and then all of a sudden these things are just fucking popping out of her like a goddamn popcorn and it's just insane
1: That sounds so horrible dude that's that's really bad Damn
2: it's it's I it, I can't like I was watching it and I'm just like I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was just, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, I ended up turning it off just because I, I kind of got bored with it, but yeah, it's just complete bat shit. And I, it, I'm, I don't, I didn't want to mention it, but the N word is said in this movie so much that just too much to count. And it was just, I, I was just over it, man. It's just, there's no point for this movie. Um, the first one did Great for the whole movement of everything, you know. It explained right. the plight and everything, but this one, it just oh, I'm just done talking about it. It's so yeah, dumb.
1: It does sound like it's just a shit show from start to finish. So yeah, let us just let this shit pick die with this show. Let's just not anyone watch this show, this movie, and just just let it. Yeah,
2: go. Just, just, just do, yeah. You, you're do, totally fine without watching it. Yeah, do like
1: Ellison, just let it go. So yeah, we'll we'll move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> you like that little uh frozen yeah, uh, a, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah dude i like that <laughs> all right well, um honorable mentions i think we have a few to mention um how many do you got
2: i've got uh two Sorry, i think i
1: should have one because you, you mentioned one of them so uh, uh once you start once you give us one and i'll uh you guys give, give, give us both of them and i'll do mine after yours so
2: all right so one of the ones i wanted to mention was two evil eyes now this is a george A. romero and a dario argento kind of combination uh <laughs> Nice. I don't really want to call this an anthology movie though, because there's two stories and they're both an hour long. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, but I didn't know that going into this and then watching it, I was like, Holy hell, I am bored. Mm-hmm. Um Not a lot goes on. I mean, it's not bad and it definitely amps up near the end of each story. Um there's some pretty good practical effects, but I mean, in terms of as a whole it's just like I'm spending two hours watching this, and it's just I just feel like there was so much filler, mm-hmm. and I feel like each story could have been a good half hour, and it would have been cool to have another director come in and do an. Un- uh, half hour segment. Right. I just feel like it would have been a lot better. So I just kind of wanted to, you know, talk shit about that movie. Um, sorry, sorry if you like it, but Oops. you know, our bad. Yep. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's kind of all I had to say about that one. And then the second one I had was All Hallows Eve. Oh, that's mine. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Now this was one that I enjoy, but is definitely not a good movie. That like I can straight up say watching this movie that it's not good. Really? You, um, think, you
1: think it's not good, really?
2: Uh, it's... Okay, let me reiterate that. One story is cringeworthy, and then the other ones are pretty good. Like, which one's cringeworthy? Ones, the first it, one? The alien one, dude, that just... Ugh.
1: I mean, I mean, <laughs> I it's it's not bad. I mean, it's not the best one, but like you said, it, with an anthology, you know, one can kind of suck, another two can kind of pull it out of the mire, so... I mean, I, don't, I, I think it's a pretty solid entry. Uh, it, it was on my top five and got bumped out by, uh, by Southbound, actually. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I don't want to, you know, give off the wrong interpretation. I really like this movie. I think I kind of got off on the wrong foot. I, mean, that, I do really like this movie. Yeah. But the six movies ahead of that I mentioned earlier, My Top Five and Southbound, all. I, I think just all day, every day, Trump, this one as obviously it does in your case too. Cause it wasn't in your top five. Well,
1: yeah, um, I, I mean, it, it does, but like, I mean, like I, it, it, took a lot for me to bump it out. Honestly, it took, it took a couple of, a couple of days to kind of think about it. And then when I saw Southbound, I was like, yeah, it's kind of, Southbound is a little better than that. But on that first story where, you know, the, the kid finds the videotape in his bag and uh, they watch it and it's just that whole movie is so fucked up. It's just so
2: good. You know? Oh god, it's so fucking creepy. Oh, dude, um, awesome. And we actually went this we went this far talking about All Hallows Eve without even mentioning Arthur yes. Clown. But, but this is. But, I mean, but, uh, the introduction of an icon, yes, but but like, it's not
1: played by David Howard Thornton, so it's not really. It is him, but it's not correct. Him. So it's like you really have to kind of. You know, it, it makes sense because well, we didn't, because honestly, David plays him so much better. This guy didn't do a bad job; he just doesn't do as good a job as yeah. David
2: does. So. It's like a dollar store version, exactly. Which is
1: yeah, you know, still pretty good, but just
2: just not the right one. So I got you. But yeah, this one's cre. It it's so fucking creepy though. Like, I think art is almost creepier. I don't want to say creepier in this, but like just the way it's set up. Like she puts in the VHS tape and just watching him kind of kind of slink towards the camera and like points at her and like he sees her and shit. Yeah. Like I think that's terrifying. And and at the end where he's just eviscerating this this girl on a table and she's just like sitting there and like all of her limbs are amputated. Uh, I'm like,
1: that's pretty badass. God dang. Pretty badass. But I mean, I mean it, it kind of goes hand in hand with, you know, the, the terrifier. So I think it's, it's, it's a good segue. No, no. All Hallows Eve two is a shit movie. That should have been your shit pick on a sleep to me, but I think you picked a good one. Still.
2: I haven't seen that one. Don't, I completely forgot about that, but yeah. Don't yet.
1: bother. Seriously. It is horrible. It is
2: absolutely just Damien. <laughs> God is Gross. Damien Leone, who directed All Hallows Eve and Terrifier, he went out of his way to say, I had nothing to do with All Hallows Eve. I remember seeing that. He he wanted to make sure people knew he was not
1: part two, having it with that movie. You talking about part two?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah part yeah,
1: two. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's, like I said, I watched it all. I was all excited, you know, to see it. I was like, oh, it's going to be good. And I got to the end of that shit, and I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Right, right. I was right. like, fuck me. I mean, I, yeah, whatever. I just, I'm not talking about that anymore, but. Just don't even bother watching part two because it is it is talk about number two it is definitely a big ass number two um uh, good it's, one it's shitty that shitty punch we're talking we always talk about that's the shitty punch right there um yeah, yeah so but I love all the Hallows Eve like that like I said all all those stories to me are, are really good like I said the alien one not as good but still pretty good to me uh and in, in, in the grand scheme so there you go top five well, looks
2: like we just talked about a whole lot of uh anthology films hell yeah we get top five shit
1: pick and all, our, all our mentions and uh yeah we we uh we knocked that out pretty pretty solidly sir um i had fun with this one i really did i liked i like i've actually watched every single one of these films um for this uh for this podcast i never have done that before i think i've there's always been like one i haven't watched i watched every single one of my films mm-hmm. for the top five
2: so See, we switched places because there was several that I haven't seen. Really? Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. That I actually like that. Uh-huh. So,
1: but uh, I, I'm am a big anthology person, so it's like you said, it's one of those things where uh, you can kind of you know, and I had to kind of chop it up some time and you know make you know, fit it all in. But uh, that's what she said. And uh, but no, it worked out though. It worked worked out for me. So, yeah. <laughs> so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, uh, so. I'm trying to give of anything else we need to talk about uh, about these movies, but I think we've covered everything we can about anthologies, honestly, the history, the, our top fives, the ship pick, uh, some ones that just didn't, didn't quite make the cut, but uh, we really should have. Um, so I think we should move on to some shout outs, I think. So, uh, what, do you, what do you have in the way of shout outs for this week?
2: I got my boy from Instagram scares and terrors. He's the only one that responded me to me, uh, tonight on Instagram live. I, I was like, Hey, who wants a shout out? And he's like, I do. I was like, okay, you got it. <laughs> so Anybody yeah, else? man, you're, um, yeah, this is a guy to keep your eye on. You know, if you're a fan of just media and videos and you know, people talking about horror, he's got some things in the works and you know, we're interested in seeing where,
1: where he's going with it. Oh yeah, man. He's, he's a great guy. He's always supporting us and just, uh, giving us props everywhere and sharing our stuff. And uh, yeah, he's a great, great guy. So just, yeah, man, uh, thank you so, so much. He was also our second, uh, uh, second patron. So uh, we really, uh, we really appreciate it. Yes. And we want to thank the patrons as well. We forgot to do that the first of this episode. Uh, we definitely want to, want to thank uh, Shannon Lindsay for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, go in there and search. It's a horror podcast. Uh, we don't, we don't want to ask for your money, but if you feel moved to support us, uh, financially we really do appreciate it and it will go all all back into the show uh, We won't pocket any money we promise except maybe for like a beer or something like that but other than that i'll go back in the show and honestly you know if we buy beer it may go into the show so who knows um
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: so um of course we got to do the uh the podcast shout outs um first one goes to horror virgin you guys still just fucking kick ass i mean you just dude, every week just killing me with your with your uh podcast so keep doing what you're doing uh and for our second one, it's the uh, the Horror Basement with Jim Jam, Johnny Leroy, and Yeti. Uh, we are officially, as of this moment, on the Tennessee News uh, – I'm, I'm sorry, Tennessee Horror News Podcast Network. And, uh, and we can, you can find our shows on their feed. And uh, But I, th- I think you actually get – if you subscribe on their feed, I think we our shows show up like – as uh, of Right Now they're showing up a couple of days late but once they get all of ours up they should show up at the same time so uh, but yeah check us out there if you if you uh, listen to that podcast we really thank you guys for uh, letting us join you and uh, just all the support you've given us it's just fucking awesome so
2: yes thank you so much
1: and uh, also Alone of the Dark podcast you guys just still blow me away I mean it's funny because we were Kevin and I were talking about it how you know you don't we really put out very many podcasts but like the ones you do are just so fantastic I love the way you guys do uh, the commentaries and the also the top fives and uh, just just the way you guys interact right together, you guys are just complimenting each other perfectly, kinda of like Kevin and I we know we kind of uh we kind of rival that a little bit so mm-hmm. but it is cool to hear you guys do your thing so uh and the last one goes to music city horror, fucking awesome guys, you just keep kicking ass every week, so uh we really appreciate you guys too so um uh, I think that about wraps up for uh for the shout outs this week um and I think now it's time to give our I guess our social medias, um, every week we kind of, <laughs> I
2: kind of forget. It sounds like you're like dreading it. You're um, like, oh, here we like, go. You know, like every
1: week I almost forget to do this. And like you're always like, dude, we forgot to do our Instagrams. We forgot to do our our, our social medias. i like, damn it, man. And this always bites me right in the ass. And I'm like, all right, this week I'm going to fucking do this shit. So on, a, on, a, on social media for us, you can find us on um, Instagram at It's a Horror Podcast. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. And on Facebook, uh, it's a horror podcast as well. Uh, my personal is old man Ghostface, and yours is
2: slashing captain Oh yeah, and the
1: other night I got a little uh a little too uh into my uh my beverage and I actually forgot Kevin's name and I kept calling <laughs> yep, him yep
2: so that was the thing that happened
1: <laughs> it was and I kept calling him the captain and I'm like, that's not his name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! That's not his name. That's not the captain. I could, uh, I could never forget you, know, man. Dude, I, you're over here forgetting all about. I, me. Know, I know I remembered
1: you. I just remember your name. but
2: <laughs>
1: I feel bad. i with really you. Please forgive me. I, I will never do that again. I'll tattoo it on my ass just so I can always remember, make sure I remember. Your name, so.
2: <laughs> I have to. So now you're talking. hey What, what is your name again, sir? No. <laughs> <laughs> go fuck yourself Uh-oh. go fuck yourself i'll right, write that down all right perfect
1: all right uh <laughs> three words in there uh, <laughs> that's what she said um oh shit. yeah that's go. <laughs> pretty good actually <laughs> anyway i digress um i think there's nothing else we need to cover or anything else you want to add before we uh wrap this shit up
2: no man i think we're good
1: I, I talk about it takes it, dude. Uh, another another great episode. I really I enjoy doing this show, and just every week we have just a lot of fun just cutting up and, and being funny. but uh, at the same time, I guess I keep saying it. I could not do this without Kevin. He's just the best host in the world. Um, just always there to support me. just personally and just through the podcast, especially. I just can't uh, can't thank you enough, brother. you're just you're awesome.
2: Thank you, brother. Yep. I couldn't be doing this with anybody else. so love all around. Seriously, so man, the bromance is, is going
1: strong. So, uh, yep, yep. Uh, I guess we're gonna get out of here for this week. Um, uh, so my name is Wes, I'm Kevin, and we'll see you next time.
2: See you.